This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's really exciting. You know, my ambitions are to become a Champions League manager as well and, you know, be doing this week in, week out. And, uh, you know, we've got the opportunity tomorrow against... You know, won the won the best in the world uh, over the last 10, 15 years. So it's a great challenge. It's an opportunity for my players as well to to go again. And you know, um, unfortunately, Lukaku came out on top with two goals, but the the performance levels were good. What we've got to do now is make sure that you know uh, we take the opportunity and and try and get a clean sheet against Ronaldo. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com. Joining me for our traditional pre-weekend catch-up, something for the weekend, Mr. Chris Budd, welcome. Hello, how you doing? Not too bad. Uh, I think because of the 12.30 kickoff, I don't think we've got time for small talk, so I think we should just uh, cut straight into just got to roll out of bed and get down to business. <laughs> Why have you just got up? Nah. <laughs> If you are new to the show, this is our uh, extra catch-up show based around uh, Dean Smith's press conference just to uh, bring us up to speed to to the match at the weekend, which is uh, Manchester United. The normal show uh, this week's was 163, episode 163 is the full experience, so uh, do check that out. First of all, we like to uh, bring everybody up to speed with a Villa Minute. Right then, are you ready, Mr. Bud? I have the stopwatch in my hand. Yep, let's go. Go on then. Oh, unbeaten Everton arrive at Villa Park with Rafa Benitez, yet to lose at Villa Park in nine attempts. Three at the back continues as Emi Martinez lands back in the country at 2am and goes straight back into the starting lineup. A tight first half ends goalless as neither side takes the game by the horns. Only a top save from Begovic prevents Mings giving Villa the lead. It's looking nil-nil until Smith decides to trigger the nuclear option. Bailey enters the fray. 21 minutes Kaboom. of chaos ensues as Villa chew up and spit out the toffees. First, the Polish Cafu drives sword and ends a stunning team move with an explosive finish. 
Then Bailey scores from a corner, but the ref gives it OG. The halt erupts and then goes crazy when Bailey, after being sublimely released by Ings, smashes in the third. The Jamaican then limps off with a thigh strain, never to be seen again this month. The box office cameo earns him the man of the match. It's deja vu at Stamford Bridge in the League Cup. Villa, for the second time this month, squander multiple first-half chances again and are made to pay as Werner puts the Blues one up. A superb cash cross hits the bullseye as Archer heads in to level the game, ending 1-1. It's penalty time. Ashley Young and Nakamba both miss, and Villa are out. Villa now travel to Old Trafford, where they haven't won since 2009. Oh, yes, I was there for that momentous occasion. The celebration after that game, which went on uh, for a good few uh, weeks, good few minutes. <laughs> yeah, a good few weeks. Uh, and <laughs> I only just left Old Trafford uh, last week. <laughs> well done for getting back in time for the Everton game. Yeah. Was that how many years of celebrating? Uh, about 12 years, wasn't it? Too many. Yeah, we're due, we're due a win there. wasn't happy with the Bailey situation but uh, let's get on to that now let's do our injuries in order shall we uh, Morgan Sanson made a reasonably good start yeah he did well easing into the game and we're thinking oh good finally and uh, off he goes yeah a little, t- a little hamstring twinge wasn't it apparently so it's not a, a big one but it'll set him back a little bit it looked uh, pretty distraught with it uh, and you, you can appreciate that as well considering yeah. uh, it's been a bit of a layoff I mean we were talking uh, behind closed doors uh, I know you, you said in Match Club didn't you that this is a career defining game for I said, I said it I didn't say it is I said it could be <laughs> Because no, you I was just, winding you, because, you up. Yeah, because I, I just thought you looked at it, and especially with the kids coming through and, and the signings we've made, you just think, well, when's he necessarily going to get another chance to start? Yeah, and no, I think I said in that conversation that this might be a matter of uh, some niggly injury that just still hasn't gone away. Uh, it would explain why you know he had 45 minutes against Wickham and, uh, in the inter- last international break, and then we never really saw him. Uh, I thought they would have uh, put on another game for him. Mm-hmm. So uh, it seemed a bit, you know, a bit curious, and then uh, yeah, a bit of a bit of a bummer that one. You know, if he stayed on, who knows? The result might have been different. He might have had another chance to get another game in the next round, and uh, there's a more competitive path to uh, rehabilitation for him. But yeah. uh, he's he's going to have to start from uh, ground zero again. But Bailey's is more of the kick in the pants because. Uh, I don't know. It's like we, we sold a player that missed a third of the season last year and a third of the season for four of the last five. And then we just we decided to spend 30-odd million on a player that's so far has uh, played less than uh, you know the games we've had, which is a big shame at the moment. Especially when you see his little cameos. They're brilliant. Yeah, and it's like we're going one arm behind our back, aren't we? Against Everton, with, with that rally and the 3-0, you thought, right, we're starting. Finally, we're starting. We've got our players back. You know, the likes of even Sanson are on the way back as well. So uh, here we go, you know, buckle in for the ride. And uh, now it's the usual. One of the catchphrases at Villa is fast becoming, they should be back after the international break, or he should be back after the international break. Dean Smith needs to get that on the T-shirt. And then when somebody asks uh, him, you know, the progress of a player, he just has to point to it. Refer refer to yeah. T-shirt. So a big shame uh, about that. We don't need to speak about Everton. We've, we've, we covered that in the main show. It's good that, uh, good that McGinn's back, though, obviously, for United after his concussion. Yeah, no, that's uh, a plus point. Anything else uh, injury-wise? Well, obviously, Axel Twanzabi won't play against Manu, obviously against his uh, parent club, and he's obviously been pretty good since coming into the side, so that'll be a, a bit of a loss. But um, Courtney Hawes did pretty well at Chelsea in the Cup, to be fair, I thought so. You'd imagine he'll slot in. 
he probably will go uh, three at the back. But I don't know. This when you have three in the back, I don't know if that will help because they they tend to spread out. Does that create room for like Ronaldo, who's uh, runners from deep, etc.? Well, he's he's kind of playing off the shoulder and finding gaps, and he, he knows where he's you know he knows what to do. He's got it. You know, his new role now because of his age is just to uh, be that fox in the box, and uh, I fear for that formation against him potentially, unless they play a bit tighter or just kind of put one on him you know one of the three on him possibly yeah i mean I, my my view would be i'd i'd personally flood the midfield as opposed to play through at the back i'd actually rather you, you know if if Twanzebe can't play i'd rather you put Nakamba in in front of the back four yeah yeah definitely because that's their main strength they'll just play through you otherwise we've, yeah, we've get, seen that in the last few times we've played against them especially at villa park unfortunately it's kind of dragging you about to create that space, and then you know that's how Ronaldo has been popping up. Uh, you know, it's not as if he they're playing a the ball over the top and he's uh, breaking through the lines. That's not his game, is it? Yeah. They have to I also, uh, play I also think through. If, yeah, I also think if we're playing with, like with our front three, you can still play Watkins with Ings. You play Ings down the middle, Watkins out wide, knowing you're going to get work rate work rate from him. You know, you might not get necessarily all the attacking threat, but he will be able to slot in and and just chase. He'll have to do a lot of running. Probably someone like Traore on the other side is going to have to do the same. Yeah. Uh, can you see Buendia coming in against United? I can, but I don't know if he will because Ramsey's been doing quite well. Yeah, and he, might, he kind of likes Ramsey too for the running around. But yeah. then Buendia's got a decent press, you know, higher yeah. up. So well, that will be interesting. Uh, it would it all depend on the formation as well. Yeah. Uh, just going, uh, we went from injuries. We just, we just kind of skipped over that League Cup. Just a quick word on that League Cup game. I mean... It's it's bittersweet, really, because before the game, uh, you looked at that Villa's bench and you thought, "Hang on a minute, you know they're not bothered about winning this, are they?" Because normally the formula is, you know, you, you obviously you, you you know if you want to rest players because of fatigue or whatever, which seems to be the uh, excuse managers use for not taking the cup seriously anymore. You, you put you know two or three uh, heavy hitters on the bench just. Uh, you know, if the game pans out and it's suddenly, uh, oh, actually, we could win this, then you've got some uh, cavalry or insurance policy, whatever term you want to use. Yeah, You looked over to the Chelsea bench, an old uh, two-shell before the game was saying, yeah, I think Villa, you know, you know, they might want to win this tournament or try to win it, so, uh, you know, they might go strong. And he's playing kidology because you look at his bench and, you know, they've, they're going for the title this season. Well, they're going, they're fighting on four fronts. No doubt about that. And they're also uh, Champions League. Uh, they're going to try to retain it. So they would throw the League Cup aside in a heartbeat. But that's not his mentality. He's got winning mentality and he makes sure there's enough on that bench to try to win it. Because there's no way, if if they weren't bothered about winning that game, and you saw, you know, Tuchel, his, you know, his reaction, his physicality throughout the game, he was really up for it, wasn't he? Especially at the start of the second half, you could tell in the first half he was frustrated because Villa were the better side. Yeah, so that being said, that was going into the game, you just thought, yeah, I wouldn't mind Ings on the bench, I wouldn't mind. And the way it played out, we, we were very impressive. And, you know, the young guys, Archer was unfortunate. Archer's very cool and some of his finishing was while uh, he didn't hit the target it was still composed I mean you've got to give give credit to their keeper for being yeah. in his face on one of them but it, it was just like ah we've got ourselves in a position here and when we went 1-0 down you, you were thinking oh, this, you know this is how it ends isn't it Chelsea now just put the sword through us but we fought back great goal by Archer and then you're thinking ah that's when I was thinking, well, if we came with some cavalry on the bench, we might be able to have, A, have nicked it or actually had, uh, instead of the likes of Nakamba taking penalties, you got Ings taking penalties. Yeah, Ings and Watkins, who you, know, you both sort of fancy and 
just a shame to go out with, you know, after such a good performance, but you, you, you just feel like you've, you know, sometimes you'll lose, but you think actually we, we could have given a bit more. You felt oh, Villa maybe had a, another gear they could have tried to go in there if they'd have been a bit braver with the selection yeah it, it, it's, it's it's more attitude isn't it Nothing, yeah. you know attitude from the players was first rate and they played above and beyond but it was just management to, yeah. you know yeah. because you saw the other manager who had so much more this seat so much many more excuses to rest players and just give up on that cup but there's a reason why manchester city and uh Chelsea still win these cups, even though uh, their eyes are on bigger prizes. I mean, Manchester City win the League Cup all the time because they know they know what they have to do to get through it. It's no secret most teams play uh, Mickey Mouse teams. That's how we got into the final you know, a couple of years ago. Was uh, we were putting out our B team, but the other teams were putting out their under twelves, and then we got to the semi, and then it's like, right, let's go for it. Yeah, and with that in mind, you know how it's going to roll out. And if suddenly our B team, which uh, you know our we, our strong our squad's getting stronger, we're in a position where potentially we can do well in these cups by putting out what we did, and but still having a couple of insurance policies on the bench, and that gives you enough to rotate and rest rest players, but also have an eye on the prize. And that's a shame because yeah. you know because come March we're going to be sitting there on social media looking at the club celebrating the anniversary of nine. 94 and 96 and but when it comes to the reality of trying to win that fucking trophy in the present they're not asked and that's what pisses me off the most bear in mind we we can't play the whole fixture backlog bollocks because we're not in europe i understand teams that have you know who are playing saturday tuesday sunday wednesday etc every week when when have we got our next midweek round these guys need the games even the you could have very easily played your full strength side and if smith had said i want to play a full strength side because Actually, I haven't had my full strength side virtually all season, and we need to bed the system in or the players in. Most people would have gone, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough, I get that. Yeah. And if you get an injury, that's one of those things that happens, but you've, you've got to be in it to win it, and you can't just dip your toe in the water against good sides. So you, you might get away with it against you know a, a championship side or a very average premiership side, but you aren't going to go to Chelsea and sort of, you've got to go all in. And that was a game we could have gone all in and won. We'd have to play a first team. I don't, I don't, I don't, see, I don't see any reason why you don't, though. We aren't, you know, we have no fixture backlog. I mean, that's what Tuchel uh, alluded to, but I'm, I'm saying at the very least, because people are, you know, they're going to come at you with arguments. Oh, yeah, but, you know, it's valuable game time for the fringe players and no, getting yeah, up totally speed. Get that. And I agree with that. But all I'm saying minimum is just have some heavier hitters on the bench, because if you find a game that, you know, most people are going, oh, it's Chelsea, we'll get beat. But if you find yourself one all, 10 minutes to go, or whatever it is, and you can bring on Ings and you can bring on other, you know, Watkins then mm-hmm. I would rather be in that position than the position we were in where you think ah shit we're going into the latter stages of this game and penalties and uh, I think we've given all that we can give here mm-hmm. people say our penalties is a lottery well it depends who you've got taking them <laughs> you look at their penalty takers you thought well obviously they're going to win but we you know we roll on but you know that, let's not be uh, duped here because in the pre-match press conferences, they're always talking about the oh, Villa's rich tradition in this competition, and then you see the lineup, and you go, "Yeah, yeah, really trying to win it again, aren't you, lads?" Or management, should I yeah. say? The cup, you might as well just scrap it. Same, I mean, the same. I saw Everton fans moaning that you know they went to QPR with a vastly changed side. It's like, well, we haven't won a trophy since '95. There's a few clubs in a similar boat. You think? Oh yeah, all clubs. I'm, we, I'm yeah. not talking about Villa. Yeah, this isn't just a Villa issue, is it? No. Do what Chelsea. Chelsea wanted to win that game. Ultimately, that's why they put. They said, right, if if these guys can't do the job, 
then uh, we'll bring on uh, the men that we, we pretty much guaranteed. And by the way, Villa dealt very well with Lukaku uh, they did. in the game. Hors, Hors had a, I thought Hawes had a really good game against yeah. him. Anyway, we're dragging on uh, that. Uh, but yeah, it's just a, it's, it's like a waste of a good performance is, is what I'm saying. We didn't give our chance to capitalise on a good performance. Yeah. But uh, hey-ho. Uh, and we'll need another one at Old Trafford. Yeah, it's all right having good performances, but if you don't win, you need to win games. And uh, ultimately, that's how you get rewarded and that's how you're remembered. So there's got to be a bit of a uh, little edge I want to see from Smith to uh, have the nows because you saw why Tuchel, uh, you know, why he's a successful manager there because in that game, the way they approached it, of course, they've got a you know, decent, deep, deep, deep squad, but... If they didn't fill their bench with heavy hitters, uh, Villa win that game. And he didn't have to. I mean, you remember Arsene Wenger would just put out the under-11s, wouldn't he? Yeah, you, man, you did just, for a while, didn't they, as well? Yeah, I mean, they just completely dismissed it. But uh, but Villa needs... There's there's a formula there for them to get through the rounds. So they've now got a squad where it's deep enough to beat a lot of other teams' second strings. So all you have to do is put a couple of insurance policies on the bench just so you have an option to throw in the cavalry. And I think you'll go a bit deeper in the competition. And anyway... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, uh, enough of that. Anything else uh, in terms of United? I mean, the United preview vibe is always the same, isn't it? It's yeah. uh, one win in the last 19, losing 14 of those. It's, you know, it's doom, gloom. And it's the same old story. Problem is, we've we now have uh, thrown into the mix a player 
who, along with being uh, you know one of the top two in the world, his Premier League record, he scored the most goals in terms of a single team, most goals against uh, Aston Villa, and he's returned, and it's uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. And has never lost to us. <laughs> no, I think 10% of all his Premier League goals have been against Villa. So yeah. in 14 games, he's won 13 and scored nine now, we all know about Manchester United and their penalties against Villa. And, you know, we know the script in recent terms. Villa, very promising, playing very well, but you're just waiting until United get that penalty. Yeah. You know, if we go 1 0 up, they're going to get a penalty. And uh, old Solskjaer was uh, cheeky enough to say, oh, with Rinaldo, we're not going to get a penalty, are we? Or infer that. And of course, uh, we know who's what up happens next? now. Yeah. And oh, Mike Dean's the referee as well. Yeah, man, you've been awarded 32 penalties since Ole's been at Old Trafford, which is great considering Villa have committed the most fouls in the last two seasons. So. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the bookies are even giving odds for United to get penalties. Uh, 11 to 4 is uh, one of their, is uh, one yeah. of them. Yeah. But, yeah, I was there for Gabby's uh, headed goal uh, 2009, and that shouldn't be a I was there moment, really. Nice. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Well, that's the only defeat in Man U's last 34 games. That's ridiculous. Against Villa? Yeah. Yeah, that is, uh, that's tragic. How can that be? I mean, I blame Alex Ferguson. Uh, going back to the uh, that cup, not having that extra winning edge. That's what we need to beat, these United fucks. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the, you're into the realms of by any means necessary, aren't you? Yeah, and uh, we're talking voodoo, witchcraft, uh, whatever it takes. Weeing on the goalpost, oh, that was that was witchcraft, wasn't it? Ian? We have to bring Elphick back to headbutt the post as well before the game. Uh, key stats. I mean... <laughs> it's a belter, that, isn't it? <laughs> Manchester United have beaten Villa in the Premier League on every single day of the week. <laughs> and every month of the year, on every single day of the week, in every month of the year, probably. Yeah. <laughs> in every uh, every animal sign, ox, year of the dog, year of the tiger, they've done them all. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! This is this is Premier League as well. We're talking nineteen ninety two. I don't know. They might have. They should bring out another another day for the week. Let's turn it to eight, just so uh, they've, Manchester United have got some fresh uh, Fergie time. Give them an extra. <laughs> give them an extra day to beat us. Yeah, great. <laughs> just 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 to give some, Manchester United some incentive to play us now. Now that they've literally uh, decimated us. I mean, we have to uh, hope that we play them in the, the odd final every 30-odd, 40 years and beat them in that just to, uh, just to ruin their treble or something. I mean, that's why 94 was so important and because, uh, you know, the only thing we had on them was the 1957 FA Cup. Yeah. And that was too far gone. Well, we, we look forward to that game. That's going to be <laughs> yeah, a great do, yeah. game. We could go into some details, but uh, I think the Bailey option, I'd have liked to have seen him because you just need every, you need everything. You need all your nuclear options. You need full weapon case. And so it would have been good to have him, even though I don't know if he guaranteed starts. It depends how, uh, I mean, you, you said uh, flood the midfield, which suggests we could go, you know, four at the back. I think he'll go, uh, he'll play the system he's he's played with the, uh, the centre-backs. Whether that will work or not, I don't know. So that would suggest that Bailey might not have started anyway. I don't think he would have anyway, to be honest. No, but the thing is, it, it, it's a system that's got us high up the pitch. And although saying that, you know, against Chelsea, we had, I think it was 38% possession. But it's that doesn't really mean that much because we're actually having constructive possession. When we have the ball, we're actually doing something with it. So, yeah. 
if we play in a similar way as we did against Chelsea in the league game against United, then we've we've got a chance. It's, it's literally just taking chances, isn't it, to give yourself a foothold in the game. Yeah, you just hope the whole you know not being clinical in front of goal doesn't become too much of a theme through the season. Yeah, and just not making uh, mistakes. The game against Chelsea, the defensive mistakes, a lot of it was, you could argue if you wanted to mitigate that it was the first time we used that system. So there is a little bit of getting used to it. And, you know, it was true in some of the positioning of, uh, you know, Konza, Tuanzebi and uh, Mings at times, uh, well, and Target as well. Sometimes the fullbacks didn't actually come back quick enough. So uh, hopefully that has the adjustments that have been made. So it will be a bit of a tougher nut to crack against United. But, you know, it's an intriguing game. So uh, I, I look forward to it. But I do look forward to it more with the Bailey bounce uh, still yeah. in full effect. Right, let's end with a burning question. Vicky from Match Club says, would you bring El Ghazi off the bench to take a penalty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, against who? United? Is this? Do you think this is just anyone? Depends on the circumstance. I mean, luckily he was there for the uh, Chelsea penalty uh, yeah. Yeah. shootout, but he doesn't miss. So uh, let's say nil nil against United. Last five minutes, we get a penalty. El Ghazi comes on. The amount of pressure you're piling on him in front yeah. of a packed Old Trafford, and uh, I think he'd love him... that though, wouldn't he? Well, but then it's like his ability is suddenly got external pressures that make it more of a risk if you know what i mean if he's a nine out of ten for penalties bringing him on and putting all that pressure on him like it's literally putting a spotlight on him in front of a massive crowd old trafford which is cursed for all villa players that set foot on it is like he's suddenly a seven out of ten if you know what i mean for that penalty because it's there's just too much things where if ings just pops up he's you know it's almost like business as usual isn't it Mm-hmm. so probably in that context no but definitely if you're going into a penalty shootout and if yeah, he's not on the pitch you bring him on with uh you know 10 five minutes to go whatever mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't matter if he's not in the game or not it's that technically he's he knows what he's doing penalty wise mateos uh, i think from match club as well will morgan sanson have a role to play in this team anytime soon without injuries to key players He's going to have to work his way in off the bench and then make an impact in games, I think. Well, he's injured, he's fucked. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to start games, is he? Even if he's fit. I don't think he's going to be starting this year, is he? No. So uh, that one was all about uh, getting through that Chelsea game uh, in terms of appearing anytime soon. So uh, this is the thing. Where does he get his game time? Uh, And where does he sit in the pecking order compared to someone like Chuck Maweka or some of these younger lads? I think I think he's above them if he's fully fit and he's and he's performing just because yeah when you've spent money on there is that kind of pressure to actually play and, and get some return from that money mm-hmm. but we'll see with him but that's one for later and I mean that's that's the shame it's just as I mean we were going in uh, going into this week potentially uh, away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. On a real high after what Bailey did against Everton, and you got Morgan Sanson starting doing well, and then suddenly uh, it's all turned around, you know, with this uh, latest uh, injury news. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Do follow uh, the show on Twitter at MyOldManSaid. On Twitter, it's different from the main address. Uh, also, make sure you uh, follow the show on whatever podcast app you are listening to so uh, you get notifications. And uh, we'll do the shout-outs for the new members of My All Men Said patrons, but uh, do go to myallmensaid.com and click on the patron link to uh, get more details on joining us in Match Club, where we will be for the United game and also uh, to get access to uh, extra podcasts on the uh, extra channel when they drop. Right, until next time, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.